Welcome back to another episode of the Create Success Podcast. I am your host, Mariah. And today I was thinking, what if everything is working out exactly how it's supposed to? Like, what if nothing is going wrong? Everything is actually going 100% correct. Before we dive all the way into this revelation, how are you? We are on day, well, let me figure out what day this podcast comes out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do I not have a calendar app? Okay, here we go. So this is gonna be coming out on the 27th of July. So that means that we are literally almost halfway through the 60 day challenge. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling awakened. I'm feeling hungry. I'm feeling creative. And this is exactly what I was hoping would come out of the plan. Sometimes you really got to push yourself to do things. And that kind of foreshadows what we're going to be talking about in this episode. But let me tell you how locked in I am, baby. I have not had nails on for a while because they were slowing me down. I feel like the baddest bee with my nails, okay? I feel gorgeous. I don't know why, and I know nobody's looking at them like that, but like that, it's just, you know? Another thing is, is I turned down, sadly, a vacation. I turned down weather that's 40 degrees less. It is 116 in Arizona right now and I turned down a vacation because I knew that I would not be able to continue at this speed and continue to give my best and I know that a better aligned trip will come my way eventually trust me I would love to be at the beach but I really really want to stay locked in because I feel like great things are coming I'm seeing things move and they haven't quite snowballed yet you know they're a little pebble but I feel like they have the potential and I just want to make sure I'm locked in okay so let me tell you how I got on to this thought okay I told you last week that I was dealing with a lot of anxiety of stepping into a new season and not really knowing what this season is. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. I don't know what agrees with this new version of life. Like I, I don't know much. I'm still navigating it. And that has come with a lot of anxiety because I am the type of person that wants to be on top of everything, okay? And I just think it's so rude that I don't know what's going on. And I felt like because I didn't know what was going on, am I messing everything up? I was telling my mom this the other day and I don't know the name of the game because I honestly didn't even know how to play it. It's a game that starts with an M and it's a long board and it has holes in it and you put pebbles in there. I honestly don't know how to play that game correctly, but I do know that it involves grabbing all of your pebbles and putting one in each single hole. And I feel like that's kind of where I am at right now, where it's like, I can't really just focus on just sewing right now. I can't really focus just on the podcast. I have to focus on so many things and make sure that everything is growing because there is no better time than now. Now looking back at the amount of anxiety I had, I understood that it was from a lot of different things. And one of them was because I always felt like I was playing catch up. Like, I just felt like I was not making the right decision. Did I spend too much time on editing? In that conversation, did I say the right things? I felt very anxious because I never knew if I was doing the correct thing. And then, girl, in my prayer time, God gave me Psalms 139. I'm not going to read the whole verse, but I will read 
In the beginning, it says, you have searched me, Lord, you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. Then it ends with verses 23 through 24. Search me, God, you know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offense in me and lead me in the way everlasting. There's always certain books that I go back to to look for inspiration on how to navigate like a season I'm going through. And let me tell you, if you... If I tell you I'm reading Job, check in on me, okay? Check in on your girl if I'm reading Job. But currently, I am in Psalms and um, Samuel, I think. I pulled two things of inspiration from this passage, verse, chapter. I don't know. You know what I meant. But, okay, so he said, you know me. So when God throws you a little curveball, right, for lack of better words, throws you a little curveball, and you kind of panic. You're like, I don't know if I'm stewarding this right. I don't want to mess up. I, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything correctly. He knew by delivering that advice, um, by taking away that habit, taking away that friend, that relationship, he knew exactly what that was going to do. He knew exactly what was going to happen when he ripped those things through that curveball or added something to your life that was unexpected. He knew exactly how many days you were going to sit there and cry and complain before you got back up and I don't mean that as a dig I'm literally telling you what I did I sat there and cried for three days straight and then I was like all right well what are we gonna do about it like this is obviously my life now so what are we going to do about it how do I steward this and in that I got a lot of anxiety because I was like well for three days like you're supposed to be stronger than this like God has brought you from depths girl like depths depths like I can say that way more many times because I have been brought from some places like God has brought me so far it just felt like I was messing up because I wasn't strong enough to handle this news I wasn't strong enough to handle this curveball and all I wanted to do was cry I would push through work and then cry and then push through work again and cry again and I was so mad at myself because I felt like that was three days girl that you could have been productive that's three days that you pushed off things that you knew you should have did and then I started feeling anxious because of that and the thing is is I'm still on time. I am not bigger than anything on this planet that could stop it. Like there is nothing that can stop the way everything is going to unfold in my life. I am not big enough. I am not powerful enough to do that. And God searched me before he delivered this news. And he knew I was going to be crying for three days before I was like, all right, bad unite you know what i'm saying let's get this money let's get this dough let's get this cash let's go and then the second thing that i got from this verse was at the end when it said you know my anxious thoughts see if there's any offense offensive way in me so sometimes these things have to happen so that you can peel layers off of your eyes and understand who you are that could be good that could be bad it could be both. And truly, it is such a compliment that God thinks that highly of you that he put you through that trial because he wants you to be everything you need to be for when that moment comes, when that TikTok goes viral and it changes your life and when you're able to take care of your family through your own funds and not worry about things and whatever your goal is, once you get to that moment, he wants you to be successful. Like that's like, 
a child going out for school and it's snowing and they want to wear a tank top so bad. Of course, you're going to be like, no, I need you to come back in this house and change because you will not survive out there if you are in a tank top. I was also talking to my dad the other day and he was talking about how sometimes it just takes a long time for a blessing to show up. And I think that we forget how big a blessing is actually. And I think about the people who are upset that they have to have a job while they are doing their side project or that they feel like they don't deserve to say that they have a business because it doesn't make a certain amount of money or something like that. Like you're, you're not very comfortable in where you are because you've made these standards that you don't meet. So you don't get to relish in the beauty of the moment that your life is right now. And blessings are like an ecosystem. I was thinking about this on my little nature walks and where I go walking, there is a pond, a lake. I don't know. It's man-made, a lot of water. Um, and I'm thinking about how there's certain fish in here that are here just to make sure that the water is okay. And then there's ducks here and whatever ducks do, you know, and then there's roses here because they attract bees and there are gardens because they need the bees and I was just thinking about how the average person probably just walks by and doesn't understand that this is an ecosystem if these rose bushes die the bees are out bees are out then all of the food dies and if all the food dies then all of the fish die and I feel like that's an amazing analogy for what a blessing is to us um, I was thinking about this time that I worked at a call center. I mentioned it before. It was not a call center. I was bamboozled into that job, but it definitely should have been called a call center because I was on the phone from the minute I walked into the minute I left at six o'clock. If that call came in bye. I don't care because I've been on the phone from eight to six and it was the rudest people. Girl, try telling somebody in 116 degree weather that they cannot get in to schedule a uh, AC repair on their car. These people, I've been, I was called some names, girl. I was very young, very, very young. I don't know how I ended up at this job or why I even thought that it was okay to work here. But regardless, now when I am on the phone, I know how to de-escalate a situation. I know how to speak to somebody if they are disrespectful and not be disrespected. Like I learned how to manage my anger. I was very angry for like the entire time I actually had that job because of how rude and disrespectful people are. Like I wasn't gonna see you when you came and pick up your car, Nancy. Like what's good, Nancy? What's really good? And you really wanted to be like, let's step outside real quick cause I gotta talk to you. But I mean, I'm on the clock so Take your little Camry and get out of here. I hope that you crash. Ooh, that was rude. I didn't mean that. But anyways, but I bring this up because I remember feeling that way. I was getting ready to graduate. I think at that time I still had like one to two years left and everybody had an internship and everybody was going somewhere during the summer to go study underneath this person and this mogul and this. And I was here in the hometown living with my parents again and I 
work at a place that I get called names from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And somehow I'm still supposed to be successful. And I just could not understand why nothing was working for me. And it felt like everything I was doing wasn't really going to benefit anything. And now when I look back at that season, I can understand that that was teaching me how to manage my anger because people will talk to you crazy all day. I mean, if you really heard what people said about you when you cut them off, I don't know if we would all be here today. Okay, so I really had to cut back on the slick tongue. I had to cut back on the attitude and understand that like, at the end of the day, girl, I'm gonna drive home in my car. My car works. I don't know what you gonna do with all that attitude in that broken car, but it's now looking like you can't get in for three months. So I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> and in that moment, like I was working on so many things and I just didn't know which one was the right one. And I felt like I was putting too much time here and not enough there. And it's very similar to what I was feeling this past week and a couple weeks ago. Like I said, I am not big enough to ruin this plan. God knows me so well. He knew I was going to cry for three days and he knew that I was going to need a nap on Monday around 1.30 because Mondays be rough. He already accounted for that. What's going on in life right now is always going to be something that's going to prepare you because like I said, you're not going to send a child out in a blizzard in a tank top and be like, peace, have a great day, babe. You can foreshadow that that child's going to be shivering, they're going to be cold, they could get sick, like you are foreshadowing all of these th things that could ruin them. And you being the good caregiver that you are, you help them with that. Think about it as like GTA. Did you play Grand Theft Auto? That, listen, I was a gamer girl back in the day. But when I say gamer girl, I'm not talking about Halo and stuff. I couldn't really get into it. But GTA, mm -mm. girl, you could not mess with me at why come home from school to play because I had two hours before my brother came home and he was obviously gonna kick me out of his room. So I would play GTA. Honestly, you didn't have to play GTA to know this because there's been many games that do this, that there's like side missions within the entire mission. So there's like a little blue dot above somebody's head in GTA, right? Because it's free range, you can walk wherever you want. You see a character and they got a blue dot over their head. That, and I don't even know if it's a blue dot. I haven't played since high school. so. Anyways, let's say that it's a blue dot. You would approach this person and it would be like, hey, looking to make $500 or hey, I need help doing this or something like that. And it was just a side mission that still kind of helped the giant mission because it got your bread up. Maybe you got new weapons. Uh, maybe you got a new hairstyle because I, you already know I was going to go to the barber and then the strip club. There was missions inside the strip club too. Okay. That was the, the main reason. So all of these things that are happening in life right now that maybe possibly feel like I feel like this is a setback. I feel like this is a curveball, and I feel like I'm gonna have to play catch up. What if everything is happening exactly how it was supposed to? Because that job that I was a call center, I actually interviewed to be front desk. So I would have never had to really touch the phone, but I got put here. So what if everything is happening exactly how it's supposed to? And this detour, it's just a side mission that's gonna help you with the main mission because it's gonna get your bread up. It's gonna get that attitude right. You're gonna learn a skill that's gonna help you in the future. Could you imagine? 
I finally opened the clothing store that I've dreamed of my entire life and someone comes in and they're like, ew. And I just go off on this girl? Because back in the day, I would have. Back in the day, that Mariah, you were walking out crying. I wouldn't stop until there was a tear. I want six tears before you leave. What, what do I look like doing that? Working all this time, my entire life, to finally get to my goal and I have an attitude problem. I don't know how to be a corporate America girly. Because that is a whole thing. Corporate America language is very different than the English language. If I didn't know how to professionally say, I think you should get it together, I would not survive. Okay? I, Because I, let me tell you, corporate America, ain't nobody got nothing together, girl. Everything that's happening right now is benefiting something else, and I might not be able to see it. I might be walking through this path and just being like, wow, it's so gorgeous. I'm so happy to be here in life. But I'm not really noticing that over there the bees are dying. And like I said, the bees die, everybody die. So then all of a sudden now you got to do this little side gig or you got to help this person with this project or maybe you get a random friendship breakup, a random actual breakup and it, you just never saw it coming and it feels like a setback. But somehow that kept the bees alive. Somehow it's going to make the bees thrive even more. And that is the ecosystem that a blessing is. I was really thinking the other day that life is so big. Like that sounds small. <laughs> that doesn't really sound like a very like deep thought, but it really is. Like you have no idea what tomorrow brings. And honestly, I might change my opinion about this, but I never really liked the saying that um, like you could die tomorrow. Like why worry about it? You could be dead tomorrow. I never really liked that thought. Um, but I do like, what if tomorrow I'm in Paris with Nicki Minaj sharing a croissant? That's just as fictional as me dying tomorrow. I would rather sit in expectation than sit in, if I don't do this, then I'll regret it. If I don't do this, I won't get there in time. If I don't do this, I could die. I don't want to sit in that. That creates anxiety. That makes me tired. That makes me need a nap at 1.30 on Monday. Um, that makes me just not as productive as I should be. And that was a very extreme example. But just think about like by the end of this year in December, you could be living in New York City. Like maybe your job just wanted to randomly relocate you to New York City. By the end of this year, girl, knock on wood, but you could have a baby. You could have a whole child by the end of this year. Like life switches quick and you never really know what God is preparing you for. So I rather sit here and think like, okay, it's okay for me to take a nap because I've worked hard and God has planned for me to take a nap today. And I don't need to add pressure to myself being like, you're, you're messing this up. I almost cussed. You're, you're messing this up. You are fumbling the bag and you'll never get an opportunity like this again. As much as that's how the season is really giving right now, I can't sit there and think that. I have to sit there and sit in, I have to sit in expectation. I have to sit in expectation. I have to understand that this is an ecosystem and I, girl, I'm just, I'm just walking. I am just walking because it's already been planned. I don't know what's happening around that corner, but I know that I'm going to come out on the other side. My grandma has this saying, and I think I've said it on a podcast episode before, where she says, isn't it beautiful that God's planned your ending before your beginning? Girl, I never knew what that meant. I'd be like, yes, girl, preach. Uh, but I, don't, I, I never really knew what that meant. 
until I started going through things and I was like, okay, well, God's already planned the other side of this. And that's really hard to do, especially when life is just like looking like everything's falling apart. Everything's on fire. That's really hard to do. But I rather, instead of being like, oh my God, I am going to die. Like nothing is going to work out for me. I'm behind. I would rather be like, Okay, cool. Let's see what this turns into. I wonder what skill this is going to give me. Um, I wonder what opportunity this is going to give me because honestly, I really do feel like sometimes it's like breadcrumbs where it's like, okay, I went here to go do this and then here I got a revelation to go do that and then I went that and that person told me about this. So I feel like as long as you just live, relax and understand that you are not big enough you are an amazing person girl you are killer best girl i've ever met and guys because we now have a men demographic shout out to our men like you are very special no one on this planet like you baby you are the best go you but you're also not big enough to ruin god's plan so relax you're on time and just because you got thrown a curveball doesn't mean that everything's over. That just means that he's trying to fix your ecosystem. Something was dying. Something in the future is not going to work out. And he needs to correct that now. And be thankful of that. Because how many times have you showed up somewhere prematurely and been like, oh, not y'all crazy over here. I can't do it. Mm -mm. There's nothing you can do better. There's nothing you can do worse. Well, as long as you're doing everything that he's instructed you. And I would even be willing to say that he knew that you wouldn't do those instructions, but he told you anyway, so that it would plant a little seed in the back of your head. And then maybe next time you'll think about that. Like he's planned everything, everything. In that same verse, it's talking about, it's David talking about where can I go to escape you? No matter what I do, I will never not be in your plan. You've accounted for everything. So why am I stressing myself out? Girl, I'm going to give it to him. Let a man want to do anything for me. You can do it. Take it away. I don't want to do that. Go ahead. Clean the kitchen, girl. So to end this episode, I pray that it was encouraging. I pray that it was the aha moment for you because when I sat down and scripted out this podcast episode, I was so happy to share it with somebody because it gave me so much relief that if I get off this podcast right now and I go on TikTok look, for five minutes, I would be beating myself up for it. I do know that these are things that should be limited, right? And I will obey. But I don't have this feeling that when I go to a business meeting or I go to a room where there are connections to be made, I no longer sit there and worry like, okay, did I wear the right thing? Did I say the right thing? Should I talk to this person? Um, does this person think I'm nice? Do I have resting face right now? Like, I, I just got to be extra happy. Like, I don't need to worry about all of that because everything's going to work out no matter what. And the ones that say no, thank God you said no. Because if you said yes, then maybe I would have gotten a, a GTA lesson I didn't really want. Okay. Try your hardest to relax. And I know that that sounds so hard. That sounds so hard. And I wish I had better advice, like something that really just makes it click. But I hope that this podcast at least gave a little something that you can chew on and take it back to your journal, take it back to God, or just think about it, talk about it with somebody. And maybe it'll make that connection that you're looking for. But 
if it's anything that you remember from this podcast is just relax. Your ecosystem is always protected. Of course, nobody wants the bees to die. Save the bees, girl. Save the bees. And shout out to Nicki Minaj, because maybe one day I really will be sitting in Paris eating a croissant with her. <laughs> That's all I have for you today. And um, don't forget about your worksheets. There's been worksheets at the end of every podcast. How many more weeks we got? Let me zoom out real quick. Let me zoom out. Let me see what we got going on, girl. So we have one, two, three, four, five. Oh my gosh, the last day of the 60-day challenge is a Thursday. That is so cute. Don't you just love how God works? Like he really just planned everything. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't think about that, girl. Five more weeks to go. And that's not bad. That's not bad. In five weeks, things could change. Like I said, you could be living in New York City or you could have a baby. I don't know. I don't know if that's good news, bad news, or what it is to you. But um, just sit in expectation and understand that everything is already worked out. He planned your end before your beginning, whatever that means. Anyways. <laughs> okay, well, until I see you again, keep creating success and stay blessed. Bye, guys.